Can you tell I'm coming off of a cold? I sound kind of like a nasally whiny teenager character on a sitcom cartoon. Anyway. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Welcome to 20-somethings with Attitude, the Power Pod Ranger cast, the podcast where we watch old episodes of Power Rangers and hold them up to scrutiny they weren't ever intending. Forming the head, I'm your host and lead ranger, Andrew, and ears up, Jenny out is my co-host, Seth. What's up? Our third co-host, Joe, couldn't be here today because... Fuck, what happened in this episode? Um... um he flew off to a graveyard in space. Today we watched episode 333 of Power Rangers as a whole, episode 40 of Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, Hexuba's Graveyard, which originally aired November 18th, 1999. Hexuba resurrects past monsters and sends them down to Terra Venture. The Rangers wear themselves out battling monster after monster, but Kai travels to the source, a graveyard, and puts an end to Hexuba's voodoo. Andrew, in a sentence or less, what did you think? You kind of... The way you the, you said that made me think you were going to, like, finish off with more to that sentence. But how many episodes do we have left to the season? You've got it pulled up. One, two, three, four. But remember, the last one's a two-parter. No, the last one's a three-parter. Was it always a three-parter? Okay, so five. The last one's a three-parter. So, but we have three Story. of our show. Yes. Uh, if I If I did not know this... Going in, and you sat down and and just said, "Hey, can you believe that we're only three stories from the end?" I'd call bullshit and believe you were trying to prank me because this is just a bullshit. What the fuck's happening? Episode. It's essentially kind of like I forget if it was last episode or the episode before, where we had the clip show episode, but then we had another episode that was just like random monster footage, and I said it's essentially like a glorified clip show. And that's what this one was. It was just like, we have all this monster footage to use, time to use it, but there's barely context. There's barely a story tying all this together. It is essentially just burning through Japanese footage. Yeah, and and you mentioned that last week, where they just have all this unused Japanese footage, and they go, okay, well, let's just use it, I guess. And it's so apparent, and it's so worthless, and it's so... It's not subtle at all. Uh, why are we wasting our time with this filler? We were so pumped when Captain Mutiny happened. And I remember when the Lost Galaxy, when they went to the Lost Galaxy, and I said, we're fucking, at that point, I think we we're like seven, ep- seven of our episodes from the end. And I was like, we are seven episodes from the end of this shit, and we are just now entering the Lost Galaxy. But then Captain Mutiny happened, and I was like, um, he's kind of interesting. Well, and I, now, think we I, don't even... thought, I think we both thought that they were going to cram all this Captain Mutiny stuff in the last seven episodes, which they haven't. Or maybe they are, just not well. I'm kind of sick of Captain Mutiny now. Well, he doesn't do anything. Uh, I find him more annoying than anything, and it is because he doesn't do anything. The Swabbies are still delightful, but even... The Swabbies even don't then, they do don't anything. They don't do anything. Nobody does the anything. Most, the most interesting... Th- Ugh, let's, let's jump just in. Jump it's in. Sunday. Fuck it. Go, Rangers, go! So, I'm going to run down this whole... Th- 
I want you to time me. The Saban doesn't have a bunch of shit to do, so he just says, let's just bring these costumes back and we're going to have a fight and then that's it. And then Hexabah does the thing and we're just going to keep going through it and then it's going to be done. And we're going to cash our paychecks and we're all going to go and, and go to the bars. That's it. It, it. They fight, what, three, four monsters that we've seen before? Some of them I wasn't even certain we've seen before. There's an there's a, a monster that looks like a gorilla made out of an artichoke. I definitely no, because I definitely remember him. The one I do not remember is the guy with the eyes on the side of his mouth and like a basket on his head. I thought maybe I remembered him, but I would think I'm confusing him with the jellyfish guy that made everyone freeze. I don't know if we ever saw that guy. I remember the Tiki Man because I fucking love that Tiki Man, he's but he still design. doesn't do anything. See, and that's the problem. He didn't do with anything these. in his first episode, and he doesn't do any. Remember, I, the only thing I remember about the Tiki Man from his original episode is that he runs across a he like teleports onto Terra Venture and then just runs across a bridge, and it's like this weirdly surreal, out of nowhere. It's like a rope bridge clip. But that's so. That's the problem with something like this, where we have four or five monsters that we've seen before that don't do anything they show up and then the rangers here's the thing monster fights aren't interesting aren't an interesting part of power rangers they're all samey uh well for the most part they're all samey for the most part they are repetitive which i guess is what samey means why do i care about these scenes they're five minutes per monster if that the monsters don't do anything new or different they don't have any new powers because they're graveyard smashers they just show up and then the rangers fight him. I didn't even realize the rangers were wearing themselves out until I read the fucking Wikipedia. I remember the, them saying at one point, like, if they keep sending monsters, we're going to be too tired to fight but them. But we and all I was know like, that's bullshit. You guys bullshit. are, like, burning. Th- but here's the thing. They're burning through these monsters faster than they ever have. And, yeah, sure, you fight a bunch of monsters in a little gauntlet, and if they're defeating them this quickly, maybe they're expending more energy. But at the same time, we're watching them just kind of burn through them like glorified putties. Yeah, we don't see them... I don't remember them being visibly exhausted or anything. The only thing I can say in this episode's defense, and it's barely in its defense, it's just, I'm not, remember, I remember how we had the clip show episode, I said, are they just burning through an episode because they just have that time to fill, and then you said, no, the Japanese counterpart actually is a clip show. And I went, I guess so. It doesn't justify it, but whatever. This one may not just be them burning through monster footage. I can't tell because at the end, Hexabud does absorb the other monsters and she's got their faces on her. But I don't think we're watching any new footage. I think we're just watching old monster fights. And maybe the episode it's called from is just watching old monster fights and then she has a new form that has those monsters on her. I don't know. But it's nonsense and bullshit. And at the end, of the, like, I tuned out during the Zord fight. In fact... While we were talking, I was trying to remember all the... And you said they fought, like, five monsters. I was thinking, which one did they fight big? It was Hexabun or Superform. I completely fucking forgot. Like, I had to struggle to remember who they fought in their Zords. And they had to, like, summon all all their Zords for it. But uh, at the end, when Stanton says, like, we're running out of power or some bullshit, and we've got, like, three days, conveniently, roughly the number of stories we have left, before they run out of power, I went, who fucking cares? Like, what's it? It doesn't mean anything. Like, this is something they should have established as soon as... Remember when they went... You probably don't, but I know because I just recently edited the episode. When they went to the Lost Galaxy and I said, I don't feel any drive to get out of the Lost Galaxy, any danger or anything outside of the fact that they say, we should leave the Lost Galaxy. We don't know how to get home. But there's no real rush. They don't seem to be any real danger. At this point, even Captain Mutiny's not even an actual threat because he doesn't reveal that he's a villain until his second episode. 
So at this point, they're just kind of stuck somewhere. But in the end, they were drifting through space anyway, looking for a home. And it was all uncharted territory. So this is just slightly more uncharted territory, I guess. Because it's lost? I don't know. I don't know why they waited until we're like, what, four episodes into the lost fucking galaxy plot? To suddenly go, we're running low on power. I don't fucking care, guys. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't mean anything. And it doesn't help. Stanton is like the worst act. There's worse actors on this show. But he just, he delivers all his lines like, I'm the father of, like, the lighting guy. And I look good in the suit. He doesn't, he doesn't read his lines like an actor. He reads his lines like a guy who was told to do stuff. I agree. And you kind of touched on this where it's, why does anybody care? And I don't know. This isn't, this is a cliched trope bringing old villains back. And normally I love that kind of stuff. But if you're actually care. doing something like, with it. But one, they don't do anything with it. Okay. They don't do anything with the monsters when they first show up. They don't do anything with the monsters when they re-animate uh, them and have them show up a second time. What, do, what am I supposed to care about here? We had that big story with the blue guy and Mike and the Magnet Defender. That's what I was about to say is the closest we get to anything actually coming of these monsters returning is that that blue guy, Tre- is it Treacheron? I think it's Treacheron. Treacheron says something and says like, hey, you, def- the Magnet Defender, you defeated me once, but now I'll have my revenge. And then Mike's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And that's it. That's it. There's not, there's no conversation. There's no, there, he doesn't even like really try to reenact, like enact it. He doesn't even try to enact his revenge. He just, they just have a little fight and that's it. They're done. And that's, that's the one that they could have really done something with, where, like, I don't know, doesn't Treacheron have stock in this? It's, just... it's so frustrating. It's a cheap paycheck and a cheap work day, and you just move on. And, and dumb babies say, I liked when the Power Rangers did things. And they buy the toys, and everyone goes on with their lives except for us. And we record the show, and we just bitch and moan. And I don't know. It's frustrating. It's really frustrating. I thought the show, I, I was we worried. We try and give it a chance. We do. We've tried to give it many chances. And Lost Galaxy, I think, has had the most chances out of anything. Because it keeps doing things that we're interested in. Astronomer coming back as a hero, a former villain, reformed as, 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 a, as a new ranger after another ranger fucking died on the show. That should be something that we are still talking about in a good way. That is something that should be echoed through more episodes. It should be something that we're constantly coming back to and talking about. Like, can you believe they did this? Can you believe that astronomer, like, astronomer has changed so much since we last saw her. Now that she's corona and there's a visible change and she's struggling. And can you believe that this arc she's going through? But in the end, it's just another fucking actress in the fucking pink suit. Who fucking cares? Captain Mutiny shows up and I went, all right, this is where it's going to get interesting because Mutiny's fucking sweet. The Swabbies are fucking sweet. Fucking, what's her name? Whitewash Trakina. Actually, Whitewash Scorpina is what I called her. Trakina is her actual name. I'm surprised I remembered that. Trakina is fucking nowhere to be seen. And thank fucking God, because I don't care for her one little bit. But Captain Mutiny doesn't do shit. He doesn't do a goddamn thing since he shows up. He shows up. He's got that dope-ass Godzilla with a castle on its back that swims through space. And he's got his sweet-ass little swabbies. And then he fucking sits with his goddamn thumb up his ass for the next several fucking episodes. I mean, nobody does anything on this show. This should be your show we love, Seth. I see the pieces in play. This should be the Power Rangers. Like, granted, 
even in a perfect well in a perfect world it would be a perfect show but even in like in in a in a better world this would still be a show we're complaining about it would still be a baby show for babies and we'd still want more out of it but in the end like this has much like we said of in space lost galaxy has so many pieces in place they are setting the shut shit up they know what they're doing that's what kills me is they know what they're doing they see these story beats and then they go i don't fucking care i want to go home and it's just, why use Corone? Why bring her back as a ranger if you're not going to do a goddamn thing with it? Why introduce Captain Mutiny and his swabbies if you're not going to do a goddamn thing with it? Why have the show called The Lost Galaxy if you don't have The Lost Fucking Galaxy until the last, like, seven goddamn episodes and you don't do a goddamn thing with it? Why have Scorpius be the main villain, then have him fucking die... And then have Trakina come in and have ha- have an entire episode of her, I'm using air quotes here, growth as a character to become a true villain and then do goddamn nothing with it. Why introduce Villamax, it's just some dude, and do goddamn nothing with it? Why introduce, what's his fucking face, not Treacheron, uh, the robot with the frilly collar, who is obviously a Starscream, who is waiting in the lines to overthrow Trakina and not do a goddamn fucking thing with it. Like, fuck me, man. Come on. I'm the positive one on this show. <sighs> anyway, Mike fights a bunch of swabbies and it's fucking dope, but that's like the only thing that was interesting in the entire episode. Yeah, that's cool. And, uh, I don't know. We get a bunch of clips of Japanese footage uh like a total of maybe five minutes just as they like call their weapons and they're they defeat the villain the way they did it in the power rangers show i also like when they form the megazords and the the uh falcon lord or whatever that blue one that looks like a bug yeah i don't i don't watch those i like when he forms he's like flying through the air and then his like torso attaches to his legs or whatever and it's like a really goofy thing but that's it. I mean, is there even anything to say? Like, power's going to be depleted on, on the Terra Venture, but why do I care? Why do I care? Especially, I mean... Because then they won't be able to leave the Lost Galaxy. I mean, as a baby show for babies, would I know that this is almost the end of the series? Probably not. But at the same time, this isn't the plot you introduced this late in the game. Because it doesn't. it effectively doesn't matter at this point. There's a, they have enough power for exactly as many stories as they have left, and it doesn't matter. Like, I guarantee the next couple episodes, they're going to be like, we don't have enough power. And then the final episode, it's going to come down to part two of three when they finally recharge the engines, and then they shoot out of the Lost Galaxy. Ba-bing, ba-boom! And then Trakina's there waiting for them or something. Who, who cares? I just... For a long time, I was the positive one, and you were the angry one. And now I'm the angry one, and you're just the quiet one. Because I'm I'm yelling, and you just don't care enough anymore. And I can't blame you. Why should you care? I shouldn't care. But I want to care. And I'm, I'm doing a podcast about the show, and I feel like I I have to say something. I would like to but care. I'm... And I still enjoy the episodes when we have things to talk about. But, I mean, what are we supposed to talk about here? It's a whole bunch of nothing. 20 minutes. 20 minutes of goddamn nothing. Do we mention how cool it is to see monsters that didn't do anything before not do anything again? Do we mention the umpteenth time 
we've seen Leo put on his clip-on armor and shoot a laser out of his face. Did he put on the super armor this episode? Because I didn't even notice. Yep, that's how he. <laughs> that's how they take out Hexaba before she grows big. Or do we talk oh. about the coolness of seeing them form Zords for thirty second or for thirty minutes again and again and again and again? But what do we talk about? There, I mean, there's nothing to talk about. I I don't even remember. Do we like, talk about how cool even... Captain Mutiny is being the big bad, the current big bad? He is. Post he is late season Scorponok, and he is spending three minutes on screen going to Hexaba and saying, "Hey, I'm glad. What's I'm glad you have a plan." And she goes, "Nope, I have lunch." And all the babies in the audience go, "Ha ha 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 ha!" And then Captain Mutiny goes, "Okay, well that's my check. I'm done." Do we talk about how Hexaba has a crystal ball and sends monsters to Earth, and then we see the same goddamn stuff over and over and over and over and over again? And it's not even really made apparent that everyone's like getting so tired in this gauntlet that they might not be able to, they might be overran. Do we talk about Kai going to the graveyard by himself and doing jack shit? How about when Kai was like flying to the graveyard and I went, when did they split up? I remember later that they split. Okay, here's the thing. I watched Kai fly into space and I watched him flying on his own. And then I saw the Rangers fighting a monster and thought nothing of it. And then Leo said, let's split up. And he and Maya went one way and Kendricks and... Or not Kendrick's Caron and uh, Damon. Fuck, I don't even know if that's everybody that did it. Maybe the teams were swapped. Who cares? Two Rangers go one direction. Two Rangers went the other direction. I went, where's Kai? And then I went, oh, yeah, he's flying through space. And then I went, when did Kai decide to fly through space? I'll fucking remember. I just remember suddenly he was. <sighs> Mike told him that things were happening. And Kai How about like, when, when Mike's it. like, Alpha says another alien fellows from space. Gotta go find it. Who cares? Not me. How come when Freaky Tiki shows up and then he fights Mike or fights Leo and Leo doesn't morph because he's a fucking idiot? How about when Freaky Tiki shows up and he's like, you guys had the team up to defeat me the first time, but now it's just you. I'm going to kill you. And then the rest of the Rangers show up and then Freaky Tiki's like, that's not fair. This I call shenanigans. What are we supposed to talk about? I can't even... Waste time listing all the monsters that show up because I don't even remember. I remember Freaky Tiki, and that's only because I really like his design, and I remember that goofy scene of him running across a bridge in his first appearance, and I remember Tretron showing up because he says absolutely fucking nothing outside of, I'm going to get my revenge on you, Magnet Defender. I remember the guy with the eyes on the side of his mouth. Does he even fight the Magnet Defender? He probably does, but here's the thing. I don't remember it. Oh, I don't remember anything about Treacheron in this episode because he didn't do anything. I remember the guy with the eyes on his side of his mouth and the basket on his head because he like does that thing where he disappears and then hits him a whole bunch of times. But then the Rangers are like, "Well, I don't fucking care about that. I'm exhausted." And then they kill him. They shoot. I remember they the shoot artichoke gorilla at him. I think. It. Or no, that's another. That's the other guy. That's like the other blue and white guy that they fight that I just remembered. I only remember artichoke gorilla. I remember him from. A long time ago because i hate his design because he's a fucking artichoke gorilla <laughs> which i should love but i just can't i don't know I, there's nothing to talk about in this one although we can talk about a bunch of japanese episodes because gotta list all the ones where all the monster fights came from freeze frame and credit seth two put-ups and a put-down uh mike fighting a bunch of swabbies was cool and then i like when leo threw a thing at the ground 
and he was like, power bazookas, and the bazookas showed up. Oh, yeah. I that's think that's the, that the time when they had the power bazookas, but we've seen the power bazookas before. And I remember asking, have we seen the power bazookas before? And I don't think we did, but I think that was their actual introduction in the Sentai footage. Nice. Put down? Uh, everything. <laughs> My first put up is, I also really like the fight of the Magna Defender just mowing down SWAT. Yeah, that was fun. It, was... It, it is legitimately one of the better fight scenes we've seen because it is him just like, it's like At a the fucking, point of the Swabbies. It's like a fucking Dynasty Warriors game. Mm-hmm. He is just mowing them down one by one, and it's like this casual, like, he is barely exerting any effort, and it's it's really fun no, to No, he's watch. exerting a lot of effort, remember? They're, they're like, we might be overran. Oh, yeah. He is just casually knocking them down, and then the next scene, they're like, we're so tired from fighting all these monsters. All these Swabbies that literally don't hurt us. My second put-up is... It's going to be a tie between a fucking graveyard floating through space is such a goofy image. And the scene when Hexaba summons a ghost and Kai, like, grabs it and tries to push it back down into its grave. It's fucking weird. Also, Hexaba at one point, like, summons chains. And how about if you, as long as you say something in a rhyme, it creates magic. As long as what you say at the beginning rhymes is what you say at the end, magic happens. My put down is... Also everything. I'm sick of clip shows. This is what? The third one in a row? We had the legitimate clip show, and then this is the second, like, just fucking throw Japanese footage at the audience episode This one wasn't a even row. a lot of Japanese footage. This is just reused monster costumes. Fuck this. Whatever. This is where I put house cleaning. Okay, some quick house cleaning before we get to the Japanese counterpart and what episode we'll be watching next. You can find us online at oncemorewithattitude.tumblr.com. We post new episodes and extras every Monday. Uh, you can also tweet at us at 2SWAPod. If you like us and think we're two funny guys, you can also read a comic we work on, Ragged Rider, Tales of a Cowboy Mummy. Cowboymummy.com will have all the info you need. Also, the whole first issue, a whole bunch of shorts. We're in the process of doing a version two. So whenever that comes around, you'll see that there. And now on to the Japanese counterpart. We have a bunch of Japanese counterparts. Good. Let's, let's hear them. We have a bunch of them. Chapter 13. Seiju, all these are Seiju Sentai Ginga Man. Chapter 13. The Reversing Beast Attack Rods. Uh, Ryuma is still recovering from the previous battle. Don't, don't bother with the summaries. I but I think this one's enough. new. Okay. Go, go nuts then. Yeah, I don't read them if we already read them. Ryoma is still recovering from the previous battle and ponders if the voice he heard was his brother. Meanwhile, Budo is appointed the field commander of Balbin and begins his campaign to find the lights of Ginga before the Ginga man do. He thinks that the lights hide within Earth's trees, and thus his first subordinate spreads a mold to poison the trees, causing Mok to become gravely ill. Can the Ginga man stop Budo's plan before all of the Earth's trees and their mentor die? Uh, then we have... Chapter 15, The Hiccup of Terror. Uh, Hikaru pretends to be sick to get out of doing chores. This sounds familiar. Uh, but Yeah, I think we had that one. But this makes Ryuma concerned and he tries to be his... Yeah, because then... We had that episode where, like, Kai pretended to be sick or something. Or Damon or Leo. Oh, no, I'm going to read this one because it's fun. Hikaru pretends to be sick to get out of doing chores, but this makes Ryuma concerned, and he tries to be his caretaker. Budo thinks the lights of Ginga can be found by searching artifacts in museums and antique stores, but his subordinate makes the mistake of stealing an artifact that is actually a 3,000-year-old bomb that is still active. Due to a mix-up with canister of cold medicine, Hikaru is forcefully made oh, to yeah. ingest the bomb thanks to Ryuma and must I remember still this one. or risk exploding, but ingesting it has given him hiccups. 
What a fun show. Uh, chapter 15, The Mysterious Black Knight. Definitely have read this one before. Uh, chapter 34, The Invulnerable Elise. Ilias Ile- is given her final chance to revive Titanix or face her doom. She plans to accomplish this by summoning many lizards, using them to drain the blood of several humans on Earth. She even manages to... Su- to revive several of her destroyed Majin. After gathering enough blood, she transforms into a more powerful form. Can the Ginga Man stop her before it's too late? The outcome seems to not matter to Zahab, as the captain has a backup plan. Meanwhile, Titanix begins to rot. Man, Titanix and us, am I right? That's all of them. Uh, anyways, next time we're going to watch or episode 41, Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. Raise the Titanosaur, in which I assume... They raise the Titanosaur and don't do anything with it. Is Titanosaur the giant Godzilla that floats through space with a castle on its back? I thought Titanosaur was the giant Brachiosaurus. That that's Titanus. Oh, I hope I hope it's a giant castle dinosaur. Who cares? Not me. Are these getting easy to edit? Oh yeah, last night I edited uh, the one that's going up tomorrow. Fucking, it was like a a forty minute file. It, it took me, like, maybe an hour to edit. How long is the episode? I think the episode, when it's all said and done, is maybe about half an hour. Nice. Get real easy to edit. Hey, I mentioned Warhammer. My brother's been playing uh, Total War Warhammer. But he mentioned that to me, and all I, I was just like, yeah, blood for the blood god, skulls for the skull throne. He's like, I have no idea what that means. There was a point where I was saying that to everybody that I saw, <laughs> and no one was having it. <laughs> I like chanted it. We were at work one day, and they were giving me the rundown of what was what we were doing and and everything. And they were like, "That's the plan. Sound good?" And I said, "Yeah, blood for the blood god, skulls for the skull throne." And he went, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, don't worry about it." <laughs> Is that why you got a promotion? <laughs> That's why I got a promotion. They're like, this guy is a I go-getter. Think, I think Andrew is gathering blood for some sort of <laughs> blood god and skulls for some sort of skull throne. We should give him a promotion so he does not use our blood for the blood god and our skulls for his skull throne. <laughs> <laughs>